Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of our podcast is to share topics and guests that will empower you to grow as confident leaders and take your business or your life to the next level. Today, my guest is Carol Clegg. Let me tell you a little bit about Carol. She is the owner of Classic Exec Marketing for the past 10 years and a marketing consultant and a goal achievement coach supporting global women entrepreneurs in midlife. She helps you to get organized, streamline your strategies, and use time-saving tools so that you can optimize the things in your business that you want. She offers consulting packages to give you the tools you need to create the business life balance that you want. Her goal or tailor-made coaching and consulting can set you up with goals, brainstorming fresh ideas, learning about tools and apps for your marketing, and even project management. All that to help you save time in your business. The theme that I chose today is midlife and starting a new business, which I'm so very familiar with as having done that at 60. (laughs) So please join me in welcoming Carol Clegg. Thank you, Vicki. Thank you for that lovely, warm introduction and telling everybody so much about me. I hope that just together you and I can just inspire your listeners and and help them be encouraged that yes, starting a business in midlife does not need to have to be daunting at all. So yeah. 62 over here. Um, 64. Yeah. <laughs> you beat me. <laughs> started when I was 50, I guess, just in my, my early 50s um, when I started this project. So uh, yeah. And it's pivoted yeah. and changed. <laughs> Had pieces added to it along the way. So that's yeah. part of the encouragement that I want to give others is that awesome. you don't have to stay in the box. That's exactly right. Don't be afraid to say yes and try something new. That's what makes it exciting. Yeah. I think that's really what keeps us young. Exactly. You know, that and maybe my <laughs> maybe some of my anti-aging things too. But uh, other than that, yes. So we always start with the easy question. Where do you call your home today? Where do you live? All right. So it's kind of an interesting one, but I'll share that I am originally from Cape Town, South Africa, which we left in 1993. And then we set off on an adventure with our young children and cruised the Caribbean for a few years, maybe six, homeschooled and introduced our children to the travel bug. But now I live in the desert in New Mexico. No water around. Not sure how that happened. (laughs) But New Mexico is now home, the, the Southwest. My goodness. You have traveled all over. 
I think we could have another whole podcast on that. But let's get into what we're going to talk about today, midlife and starting a business. Yes. So you gave a lot of information about some tips and, and I know in your coaching and everything, you go more detail, but I just want you to wet their whistle, intrigue them, get them thinking about some of the things that maybe they could incorporate. So let's talk a bit about theming the day of the week and working a four day week. Mm, love to share that. I know that the word work-life balance becomes so mm -hmm. overused. Perhaps we could call it business-life balance. But as much as we as entrepreneurs absolutely love what we do, it is so easy to get consumed and find that you have spent hours working on and in and for your business. So theming actually, there's, there are a couple of different ways to look at it, but theming allows you to plan, it allows you to focus, it allows you to work with clients and the invitations that come your way, perhaps it's workshop scheduling, but having blocks in your calendar for specific projects and then being a little flexible, allowing yourself some wiggle room to be adaptable when needed. So I do love what I do, as I mentioned, and I have been at it for over a decade, but this year highlighted the fact that I needed to make some changes. My husband mm. was diagnosed with cancer and it was time to, to look at what we were doing with our days and our weeks and everything else. And so I wanted to be intentional because I love what I do, but I needed to create a balance. And so I decided that to be creative, I needed to have focus on each of the days. This is the way that I do it, focusing each day of the week with a specific AM and PM schedule. But you don't have to do that exactly the same way. Basically, you are setting an intention or a topic for your day. So I use day theming, mm -hmm. which means batching similar tasks together. But you could also do something like focus days, buffer days, free days. And when I talk about free days, I, that's why I talk about a four-day work week, because mm -hmm. I like to have Fridays as my, what I call CEO day. And <laughs> so that means I get to do what I want, take the day off. If we wish to go away for a long weekend, we can. If I feel like being creative and planning something, but it's no to meetings, checking emails, yeah. doing my best to stay off social media. So that is how I break it down into my four-day work week and Fridays being my CEO. But there are, there's more to that. So just to give you an example, for instance, on Mondays, I do everything podcasting. I produce our podcast, so, and I love doing that. So all elements fall into a Monday. So this yeah. is really lovely, Vicky, to be with you and yes. podcasting. You're, <laughs> you're in the theme of the day. Tuesdays <laughs> I use for coaching and collaboration. And then Wednesdays is my marketing day. And I've actually played with that a little bit starting at the beginning with Monday mm. Mondays are my just I love Mondays I hear a lot yeah. of people who say oh they don't like Mondays I love Mondays but it's not a good day for me from a marketing point of view because I kind of get into it and then by midweek I have a much better idea yeah so marketing and planning and scheduling all gets done on a Wednesday oh, but okay. love to just sum up some of the benefits for those that are listening that you, what you could expect if you think your week so it boosts your productivity it improves your focus. It absolutely yeah. helps reduce stress because when you kind of know what you're doing tomorrow, then you're not sitting there angsting over everything. And of course, it helps you to work on purpose, not by accident. Mm -hmm. And try and say no to that multitasking. That, you know, we all yeah. are guilty of that. Too many tabs open, too many things going, jumping up and chasing the next thing that needs to be done. 
I prefer to try and write that down, jot it down so I don't lose it, but yeah. keep reminding myself, come back, come back, come back to the theme of today. Yeah. And also whenever you've got a plan like that, if something comes up that really gets boosted, you know what you need to do change to be able to be flexible enough to do that special thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes things do, we all know things come up and they take priority and something needs to give. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how do you simplify behind the scenes operations for your, and <clears throat> your marketing process, which you started to talk about? So still coming back to this, you know, theming of the days and knowing which day that's going to happen. I am a Trello fan, so I'm not sure if you've heard of Trello. I know mm -hmm. some people use Asana. Mm -hmm. There's various different project management tools, but I like to put everything into my Trello boards. When I say everything, that includes links. I schedule on a Google spreadsheet, mm -hmm. but if you are wanting to share your own links, how often do we not go searching for oh, my Instagram, this, that, and me? I put everything into Trello. So that helps me to simplify behind the scenes all my you know, my signups, my newsletter signup, any affiliate links, I know where to find them. I can mm -hmm. go to one place and find them. So, yep, that's one of my things. Um, and then keeping a task list. So I have yeah. a long task list, which I drag over to each day, but then just having a short one for each day. Mm -hmm. So that just simplifies things for me behind the scenes. And then I do have a handful of tools that I use that make life easier. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But as a project manager by career, I appreciate all Ooh. that you do. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite tool to use? I mean, or did you well, sort of change as you moved? So I still, uh, yeah, I'm uh, doing a contract right now, but I uh, still use Microsoft Project. Uh, yeah, and I, and I Excel, I, I use uh -huh. Excel and yeah. Office. But yes, but so important to have tools. Because without, yes. you know, what we, what's in our heads and what we have on our whiteboards and what we write down doesn't help to work with a team. Yeah. Um, so. I also did something with project management. Um, I did process management. And, I, mm. and, and probably sometime we could have another little discussion on that. But sometimes people don't see opportunities or gaps until they actually look at the process that they have in place. And then that leads you to be able to to really manage a project better because you know what to start to work on. So. Right. All the steps. Yep. Fabulous. So what systems can you put in place to be more productive and focused? Because, you know, we have that shiny object syndrome that goes on. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And if that's not even just ideas as an entrepreneur, but one <laughs> of the things I do like to do is a little bit of planning the night before. So just at least glancing over my calendar, reminding myself what my theme is for the next day. Um, not multitasking. I have been so guilty of that. And I now try and be very intentional is if I am working on newsletters, I'm working on newsletters and nothing else. Mm -hmm. So trying to stay in that zone and try and keep similar tasks together. Yeah. I also turn off. I've really been playing with my phone to get it to be the you know, least intrusive. So notifications have gone off and I don't know if that helps me because I keep on getting, well, here's your summary <laughs> from the morning. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then there's a hundred things, yeah. Dig into that. So I've turned notifications off for a lot of things. I've taken off a lot of apps off my phone so that I'm not um, interrupted. 
And then the other thing that I am trying to do is to respond to emails or only have my emails open and respond three times a day. So that'll be morning, you know, midday and the end of the day. Because, oh my, you know, with I love signing up for newsletters. I love learning. I love hearing what others, you know, and then I can go down that rabbit hole. And it's like, then you're down there and then I need to find their book and then I need to listen to the podcast. It's like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I, um, you know, theme my, I've got certain boxes in my, in my email inbox and I put things in there, for, you know, but it's once again, I'm, I'm sure you're aware of this, just touch something once and deal with it and get it over and done yeah. with then coming around um, and back to it. So yeah, that's, those are some of the um, things that I try to use to be focused and productive. It doesn't yeah. always work. And so that's where I want to encourage but, those that are listening is be gentle on yourself. Exactly right. That's what I was going to say. You have to just give yourself grace. <laughs> mm -hmm. And learning, you know, we, there's so many, as you said earlier, the shiny object syndrome, and there's another new app and another new tool. And yes, I'm guilty of wanting to explore and discover them all. But mm. sometimes if we just take the ones we know well and give ourselves an extra 15 minutes in a week to learn a little more yeah. and dig a little deeper into what we already have, that can stop that overwhelm of, oh, I need to use this next tool because everybody else is using it. Yeah, um, so It's true. good to stick with what works for you. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes that is trial and error too. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And sometimes it's client-led because yeah. a client will tell you, you know, I had a client once that she could only work in Asana and couldn't work mm -hmm. in Trello and I, yeah, ooh, I had to learn. But we, um, you know, it sometimes is the case is that you yeah. have to be adaptable um, to meet yeah. people where they need to be met sometimes. I think also something that we have to learn is that we don't have to take every client yes. or customer um, that we, the beauty of being an entrepreneur is, is to choose who you work with. And, and I wonder, and, Vicky, if you'd agree with me in midlife, you become a little more confident with that. <laughs> yeah, you know. That, yeah, when you're in I your think, 30s, you might take on anybody and think, oh, I have to. I, I think that's what leads to the cortisol and the stress and the, the mid um, section growth <laughs> is that we worry so much about, you know, climbing the ladder or doing things perfectly and right. And, you know, at 50, we finally discover, oh, what the hell, <laughs> exactly. like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it's not worth it. And it's all that, it's the joy as well that comes from, you know, working with somebody who's on the same wavelength. Yes, absolutely. That you can go so far together yeah. as opposed to being frustrated. You really truly feel like partners as opposed mm -hmm. to, you know, client, customer type of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'd like you to share information about cultivating gratitude. You have a variety of ways that you do it. So if you could just share a couple. Absolutely. And that's, this is not something that I'm an expert on by any means. It's just something that I have needed to add into my <laughs> day. And so I'm a journal collector. I would hate to show you how many journals I, I really have. <laughs> I have four. I, I would, uh, you, you could use both hands and more. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the flavor of the week. <laughs> I've tried, tried to stick with this. I do like to journal but it's something I'm challenging myself to do. And that's once again, because it's just something I like to try as new is I'm trying to write down gratitude, a list of gratitude items corresponding to the date. Oh. And that, so that was interesting. You know, today got 27 
Oh my goodness, awesome. But it also then makes you realize you could make it be so simple. You know, running water, a nice shower, a cup of coffee, that doesn't have to be fancy and, yeah. and complicated. Um, and then I also, I host a gratitude room, a 30-minute gratitude room on Clubhouse once a week. Ah, nice. Um, and that's, it's just, it's so empowering to hear other people come and share their gratitude as well and say it out loud. And you're listening to them and you're just realizing there's so many things to appreciate in yeah. life. Yeah. So, you know, saying it out loud. Um, sometimes I check in with my husband and I go, what are the three things you're grateful for today? So that, you know, brings that practice back in. And then I do like to block my own personal time on my calendar from about six to eight in the morning and try really hard to be focused on self-care. So Yeah, that's awesome. Just a few things. But yeah, gratitude is so powerful and it's something we can always continue to learn and, and put in place. And I don't think we'll ever get to the, oh, I've got, I've had enough of gratitude. No, and especially in the last two years, it, it's so easy to focus and, and like the media just pushes all that negative and that horribleness to, and makes us think that there's nothing good. And it's wonderful yes. just to appreciate the sunrise and the deers in our yard or whatever, Absolutely. you know, yeah. the, the water that you have. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that puts it all into perspective. That, yeah, no, it does. And it just makes us slow down. You know, yeah. Being, I mean, I said to you earlier, we've had so much rain here, which is so unusual, obviously, for the Southwest. I think it's been raining for two weeks. Wow. And some of it's been really heavy. I know you're used to that out on the yes. East Coast. And most years, I don't enjoy the rain here because rain equals mud. But for yes. this time this year, I'm like, mm, this is good. And this, the air smells so fresh. And so, yes, mm. there are. There's small things to be grateful for. Yeah. So what tools and apps help make us um, have our marketing be more simple? So I have been using the tool called Buffer for probably about a decade. Um, I've tried what? some of the other scheduling tools. And Buffer allows you to connect to, um, if you have a paid account, to about 10 different social media accounts. And so I still manage marketing for three clients that I've had for years. And so I have their accounts on that page along with my own. And the beauty of Buffer is if you're reading an interesting article and you think, oh, this is what I need to share with my audience, for example, on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. you can copy and highlight it, click on the um, app in your Chrome bar and it schedules it into. So it's, it's super oh, handy. Nice. Um, yeah, it really does make you know life easy. And if you have a plan for what you want to share, so you can be doing that educating, you can be doing the promoting, you can be, everything is all packaged um, and it, it connects with everything from LinkedIn, your LinkedIn pages, um, Instagram, Pinterest, even Twitter, Facebook. So sort of like Hootsuite. Yes, I used Hootsuite for years, but I kind of kept coming back to Buffer. So, oh, good yeah, to know. Buffer and Hootsuite are very similar, offer the same wonderful service. Um, and then the other thing I like to use is Planly. And Planly is just from an Instagram point of view because you can mm -hmm. see everything and it's just, it's pretty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I use a Google spreadsheet um, to plan what I want to do. And then I'm trying Airtable. And I don't know if you're familiar with no. Airtable at all. It's a little overwhelming. And that's why I encourage people to stay simple and stay yeah. free. There's yeah. so many apps and tools that you can go with and just that simple Google spreadsheet. You don't have to spend money on yeah. apps and tools, especially as a new business owner. 
is just right. go. There's so many resources and so many things that are free that you don't need to be spending a huge budget right. as you start up. Absolutely. So <clears throat> I want you now to take us on a little trip, share a bit of the benefits that you found from your mastermind retreat in Portugal in 2018. Mm, so that's just, just to let you know, is a, a retreat that I attended and in mm -hmm. turn inspired me to create my own. Ah. But I met, I, I don't even know how this came into my inbox, but a totally trusting, met these two wonderful women who were putting mm -hmm. together, this was their first trip out of the box. And they were putting together a month-long opportunity for oh women entrepreneurs, midlife women entrepreneurs, to take their business, take their computer, go oh. to different countries. So they had trips planned the whole year. And wow. they arranged everything from the co-working space to the accommodation. And it was just so inspiring that I went there. I just... I, fell in love with Portugal so much so yeah. that if we could live there for three or four months of the year, that is mm -hmm. on our bucket list. And it was just very freeing. And I think yeah. as a woman traveling solo at that time, I went by myself. I felt really safe. Oh, and wow. I've been to a lot of European countries with my husband, with my daughter, where I still feel like I'm watching my back a little bit, or mm -hmm. I always feel like I'm a tourist, but yet in Lisbon, I really felt safe. I mean, you still have to be sensible, Correct. But I felt safe. And so that was important to me. And then the people are so warm and welcoming. Yeah. Um, food is good. The wine is wonderful. <laughs> so <laughs> all in all, it was just We're all ready to sign up. <laughs> it was just an inspiration. And I have been trying to put my trip together since 2020. And we all know what got in the way. And so it has pivoted and changed. And now I am down to a simple four-day retreat at a retreat center um, which I have planned for this year and if that gets out the box then there'll be more to come awesome yeah I have a one of the folks that I follow is Ann Gordon and she puts together yes. retreats for whales and things like that so my bucket list is to go on one of hers to just see how she does everything she she does a great workshop to prepare but i definitely want to have a retreat with a lot of the folks that i am you know serving i think and wouldn't that, that be wonderful and we're so ready for that we've yeah. been so disconnected and yes it's lovely to connect on zoom and see each other but to be together in person yeah and it's mm. really if done right it's such a wonderful way to really get clarity Yes, yes, because you are focused, you're with mm -hmm. other people who are on the same yeah. journey, wanting the same mm -hmm. results. So. And also have fun. fun. Absolutely. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of, that, that nicely goes into, segues into combining travel and showing up for your clients. How do you do that? Mm. So, you know, it's kind of interesting because I used to think of myself before we couldn't travel as much as a very <laughs> mature digital nomad and very capable of working from wherever. I love co-working spaces. So, mm. you know, being there, um, I just find yeah. that very inspiring and, you know, being able to do that. But I do, one of the first steps I do is let my clients know that I'm going to be aware so that and I'm going to perhaps be in a different time zone mm. so that we can work out what's important, what needs to be addressed, where and when. Uh -huh. 
The other thing I do like to do is when you can trust your own internet at home, you know that it's reliable. I like to take care of some of those bigger tasks ahead of time that I know because you just never know if the internet's going to be reliable where you're going. So some of those larger projects, I like to sort of have those in the bag basically before I go. And then I do try to be disciplined and just set aside a small window to be working with clients um, and just be, you know, be efficient and yeah, scheduling. I, I also Google, I love to schedule any emails or reminders, do everything sort of front end loading and doing that before I go so that yeah. I can be of service, still be available, but not be in that long, long day. Because yeah. if you're away somewhere gorgeous, you need to enjoy being there as well um, mm-hmm. and still be able to work with your clients. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we are all the way to our rapid fire questions. This is where (laughs) I will give you five phrases or words and you can answer it. Just whatever comes to the top of your mind. Nothing's no wrong answers to this. The first one, I actually think we should have another podcast all about, but life aboard a sailboat in the Caribbean. (laughs) What was that like? Family, everything. It was a gift second to none. It's, mm. It was family time that we had together that brought our family together. Um, it was wonderful. So it was unexpected, um, but it is a season of our life that I treasure. Such great memories. I just mm-hmm. can imagine. Mm-hmm. Setting intentions. Mm, so important. And I think that writing those down Mm-hmm. And then unpacking them, seeing what's required to make them happen is important. But we have to dream. We have to dream mm-hmm. a little. Yes. Have your vision boards. Why is it important to dream the new dreams? Mm, and that's an interesting one for us right now, because I must admit there have been times where I sort of go, mm, new dream now. And then when you do start thinking new dream, and then you realize you do. You need to reach for something. You need mm-hmm. to believe in something and you need to, it brings joy and happiness to be, you know, you don't have to think 10 years ahead, but it, it, you do have to dream. Yeah. When I retired, I, I just couldn't imagine, well, I'm going to sit on the couch and have bonbons and watch television. And I know there's got to be something. So uh, just don't yeah. be afraid. You know, that's why I do this confidence podcast. I want people right. to be confident to take their dreams to that next level. Absolutely. And there are others who are going to support you on the journey because there are there are so many women entrepreneurs willing and able to, to help each other. So it's yeah. just finding that correct that community where you like to be and, and then connecting and allowing them to encourage you. Yeah. The best vacations I've ever taken were with just women. <laughs> uh. <laughs> We all take care of ourselves and we all have a good time. Yeah. Why is it, um, what is your best family memory? Best family memory. Mm, That's a tough one because there are many. So I'm (laughs) going to be the spur of the moment as you say that, because I'm thinking of our daughter and she decided to become a scuba diver instructor. Oh, wow. Got herself qualified in Roatan. And my husband and I went down to be certified by our daughter. Oh my goodness. It was like, I had been diving as a, as a teenager and that I was not, I was very apprehensive. 
And so um, she did say afterwards that teaching your parents is not the, <laughs> not if you should have for your first students. <laughs> so she couldn't get me to, to do my buoyancy check. <laughs> it's still very fond memories. And, and then we've, we've gone on to dive a lot together. And so, yeah, at this stage of my life, I would never, if you said to me, you're going to become a scuba diver, I like, mm-mm. But I am, yeah. and I think I've got about... 40 dives under the belt now. So. Wow, that's so impressive. <laughs> I, 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 memory. <laughs> I love the beauty of underwater, but I, I just think, will I remember how to breathe right if a shark comes to me? <laughs> <laughs> then you need to go to somewhere like Bonaire, which is where she was teaching, and we spent a lot of time diving because they don't hang around where you go. The water is shallow. You can uh, walk in. You're near the surface. And so it is the perfect place to yeah. learn and not be pressurized because when you're on a boat then you've got everybody else kind of looking at you and going you know well come on you've got to get this together but when you're <laughs> walking in from the shore yeah the world's your oyster and it's gorgeous. Awesome. you can snorkel there though you don't yeah, even need to I, die. I do love the snorkel what is your next path on your journey Ooh. Ah, i don't know <laughs> there's so many and then there's so many things that you know kind of have to play out but um i'm hoping to be in portugal in september yeah. our daughter's getting married in portugal ah. next year so i think portugal is very much part of the next there you go at the moment yeah awesome <laughs> all right so i am going to share my screen so this is my warning to those who are listening in to grab a pen and pencil, I will read her website information. And those of you that are watching can take a screenshot. Um, the information also will be posted on the social media. So Carol's website is https colon forward slash forward slash www.lisbonre treats.com so that's www.lisbonretreats.com lisbonretreats.com she's on linkedin as carol clegg twitter as carol clegg coach instagram as carol clegg coach and pinterest as carol clegg coach underscore create, created She's on also YouTube. You can check out her channel there. Just search Carol Clegg. I'd like you now, Carol, to explain what your gift is. Thank you. So I would love to offer you a 30-minute consult call to help set those projects and then break those down into tasks and send you off with an accountability start um just to get you moving so if you wish to book that call with me you can visit my website at lisbonretreats.com and if you scroll all the way down to the bottom there's an opportunity to book a call with me so thank you for the opportunity to share that awesome well y'all should take advantage of that make sure that you go to her website and see all the things that she has to offer on her website I want to thank Carol for taking the time today to share some wonderful tips, some great stories. We got to learn a little bit about you, what you can do for us, and maybe make some of those that are in that midlife a little bit more courageous and confident.
to just take that next step. Remember? I certainly hope so. So as always, I'd like to remind you that in the, uh, until the next time, please remember that life is a journey and it is up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.